What do I want? It's a question that everyone eventually has to ask themselves. The key motivator for every action taken. The cause behind every effect. So, what do I want? I want to go to a sporting event in every major venue. I want to grow within my relationships with my friends and my family. I want the freedom to create without the fear of failure. I want to dream without being hindered by reality. I want to chase new passions, new experiences, and new goals. I want old milk to branch out of the box and try new things. I'm accomplishing some of these goals right now, and I know what I need to do to achieve the rest of them. However, the one thing you should take away from this commercial is, I want you to buy old milk merch. Alrighty, ready for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I, uh, I took an extra day of work on Friday because normally I get Friday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. but they're paying me double to work on Friday. So really it's just, I have Thursday off, so I'm excited for that. But besides that, it's pretty normal work week. Yeah, Except I'm- I know sources that I want to talk to aren't going to get back to me because they're taking the whole week off. Mm-hmm. So it might get it might like it's just going to be a slow week regardless yeah the scraping of the bottle of the barrel it would be um i'm excited for football honestly i love the main reasons why i like christmas and thanksgiving is i mean aside from the food is the fact that on thanksgiving you get a full day of football and on christmas you get a full day of basketball which i'm that's the part that i'm really excited for five basketball games and i will sit down and watch every single one of them and be able to tell you from front to back what happened so i'm really excited for that um this year we get both yeah on on and christmas? nfl has three games on christmas this year too are they like good games though or are they like the i don't know but Jaguars it's still like versus it's still crazy <laughs> to have like eight games yeah no, like that's that. that is crazy i will be I'm locked be, in on basketball <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be out here by myself for christmas uh-huh so i'm very excited oh yeah to you have got that on yeah got lots of company our, our, our cat is fucking there's no way we could send her to a pet hotel six weeks after getting a, getting yeah, her. Like she no. would never forgive us. She still um it seems like she won the the war between you and your former podcasting space. Yeah, actually I like it. I like it. The lighting is better out here and I like mm-hmm. having kind of a variety, but it's more like I I'm sitting on the couch, so I I end up sitting down a lot. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm I end up back here. But whatever. Except I like the, the lighting out here is better. Yeah, <laughs> the lighting out here is better anyway. So it's like, hey, hey man, you, you do you do the lighting over there is better. It's um, you're it's like we're, I don't know, I don't even know what I was gonna say there. Um, oh, you got Broadway today to talk about this episode three thirty thirty. This is technically thirty one episodes because the first episode was three hundred, so you have to add the one to it. But yeah, episode three thirty one. I mean, well, episode thirty one with us um yeah i'm excited to close out the year i feel like we're not doing yeah no i'm i'm excited for the metro project and i think that's it i might be forgetting some 
with the Metro project is probably oh Absol said he was gonna drop on the 16th of December, which has been will be six years since his last album. So I'm really excited for that as well. Yeah. Um those are probably the only two left. What about you? Yes, and I don't like I I said it last last episode already, but like with how much came out this year, um I already feel like like stuff that came out in the first quarter, second quarter is like completely gone from my brain, from my, you know what I mean? From my, from my memory space. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm obviously excited for both of those. I'm, I'm six years between Absol projects and he's such a, he's such like a thoughtful artist with the way he does sing anyway. So that'll be, that'll be cool to cool to hear. No matter who it is, it's always interesting when there's that that long of a gap. Like two to three years is like, all right, yeah, it's been a while, but it's still like you don't really like like Freddie Gibbs went from what twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two without a project, so it's like two years, and that's enough. I feel like that's like right in the perfect two to three is right in the perfect time to be like, all right, like there's enough time for them to have like live life and come back with some new stuff five to six years though is when it starts to be like all right like what like something happened yeah like you know what i mean there's like it's like no there's a reason that they were gone this long so that's exciting i'm excited to see what absol has to say i know i can't remember the name of the track that came out there was a video that came out i think last week or the week before that was pretty powerful that was on twitter was blowing up about it but yeah, there's been yeah. a lot, and that's a pretty good capper to the year, but there's just been so much this year. Yeah, aside from Kendrick, Absol was my, well, it, well, technically now he'd be my favorite artist on TDE, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I've always preferred him over, like, I obviously respect Schoolboy Q and J-Rock, the main four of that uh, Black Hippie quadruple, if you will, but um Absol has always been someone who I always look forward to listening to. I always look forward to when the album is being announced in the first place. I'm like, okay, I'm going to mark this down on my calendar, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really excited for that. But enough forecasting about the future. It's time to talk about what we have in front of us today. And that is Ride Wave. That is Taylor McLeod. I am Nate Sperlin. Welcome to the Cat Podcast. This is episode 330. Thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and more. Do us a favor, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. You don't have to do that now, but at some point during this great podcast episode, you may feel the need to do so. And for that, we say thank you. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media and check out all the Old Milk content at oldmilk.co. That being said, Taylor, officially, because I realized that I asked you twice every single episode, but officially, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It was... uh. When I first moved to California, everyone at home on the East Coast was like, oh, it's going to be warm all year. Like, you can just go to the beach whenever, whatever, whatever. It was, it was 35 when I woke up this morning. Oh, so, yeah. I'm not complaining because, <laughs> like, that's fine and it's not going to snow. So we get, like, all the best parts of fall weather without, like, you're not leading up to, like, a terrible winter. It's like, no, I'm just going to have fall until March or April. But it was 35 here. So I just want to I want to clarify that for the masses <laughs> no pun intended um i got oh the chance. i didn't even i didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I got the chance to break out my favorite coat. It's the biggest yellow one, and it's huge. And there's so many pockets in it. So that that's one of the bright sides to winter for me. It was like negative. Oh wait, not negative. It was like well, it might have it's been negative. It was like 20 degrees outside last night, and I had to go outside because I wanted a sweet tea from McDonald's. I realized that if you like order it, like you could get it with a lemon, whole new world opened up. Just a whole new possibilities the universe like i'm ready to like this whole new world just opened up there um no ice by the way because then they diluted but anyway we're talking about rod wave jupiter's diary seven day theory eight tracks 21 minutes long no features join the conversation in the comments below that being said taylor what did you think about this ep from rod wave you're you're gonna yell at me you're gonna yell at me it it just sounds exactly, not exactly like the project from earlier this year. Mm. I just, I think Rod Wave is very good at making Rod Wave music. But as someone who is probably coming into him a little late, it it can tend to send, tend to send, yeah. It can tend to sound very similar. So I'm mm. actually, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts about it because sometimes like when we talk about especially when it's like someone's favorite artist it's easier to like understand and I know he's one of your favorites so I'm curious to to hear what you think so I can find the places I need to because to me it's really nice and it's like a it's a very playable album very listenable album but after we got a project already this year I'm there is part of me that's like what is different about this compared to the last one well, it's interesting that you bring that up because I think this could have been counted as a deluxe to Beautiful Mind, but I do appreciate the fact that he just, we're done with Beautiful Mind, we're on to something new. I, it bought, like when Baby Keem a year later released the Melodic Blue Deluxe, that bothers me. It's been a year. Like, what are we what are we doing? Like, I don't mind it at the end of the year. Like, Polo G did it last year with uh, Hall of Fame, where he dropped Hall of Fame in, like, March or May. And then he comes in December with the Deluxe. That's fine to me, at least keep it in the same year. But I do appreciate when artists, if you're going to give us something more, give us something with a little bit more, um, just put a little bit more thought into it instead of just calling something a Deluxe just because, even though you probably had no intentions on making it a Deluxe in the first place. Because if we're really being honest, if you had intentions on having that Deluxe out, you probably would have dropped it a month or two after, not like months after. But um, that's neither here or there. I also think it's funny that you bring up the fact that you think that it sounds the same because I think, first of all, <laughs> and this is me going full stand here, Rod Wave should only be addressed by four letters. He is one of the very few artists that we have who can successfully create a body of work with no features and all of it sound amazing. All of it makes sense. Nothing be out of place. He's one of the few and that's rare within itself. Um, I think a comparison could be made. I love the show Phineas and Ferb. I think that's one of the best cartoons of all time. The reason why is because you know what's going to happen every single episode. You know that the boys are going to come up with some plan. Candace is going to get tight, going to try to snitch on them. And then they're going to somehow finagle their way out of it. And on top of that, you're going to have the Perry and the Doofus Smurts. 
um thing Doofus Smurfs Evil Incorporated that you're gonna have that and then that's really the episode but it still keeps your attention even though you know exactly what's gonna happen it's just how is it gonna happen and I feel the same way about Rod Wave from the standpoint of you know that the, there's gonna be a sample of some sort on each song you know that he's gonna sing and then it's gonna lead up to a part where he does what very few artists can do he belts out that he he's able to mix that passionate singing with the softer side as well. And I think that we were talking about Beautiful Mind. Um, obviously we were talking about, about Beautiful Mind and on that album, it kind of had to grow on me a little because I wasn't used to that much soft side Rod Wave. Now we have a second dose of it and now I'm used to it because I've been listening to Beautiful Mind ever since it came out. And because of that, I can digest this project way easier than I did Beautiful Mind. Not that it took me, not that it was hard to digest that in the first place. So, I appreciate that, that I think that there is um, some type of um, analogy to be made between Rod Wave and Phineas and Ferb in that sense. Again, I'm not saying that just to be like, I'm not saying that Rod Wave is the GOAT just to be, um, just try to try to get a reaction out of people or whatever. As far as I'm concerned, he has a bulletproof discography. He doesn't have a trash album in there. Even when you go back and you listen to the albums where um, you could tell that he was still trying to figure it out before he really got his big break. You could still see that it was clear that the talent was there and it shines way brighter than so many of our favorite artists now, if you go back and look at their previous work. Um, when we get to the EP, there's no holes in the EP. The beat selection is immaculate. I think that we need to start acknowledging TNT XZ as one of the best producers in rap because he produces a lot of the Rod Wave beats. He also produces a lot for NBA Youngboy and other artists. Um, but those are just the two biggest ones, if you will. Um, the beat selection here is immaculate. Um, Rod Wave is the best artist right now in hip hop at selecting beats with samples. Break My Heart samples um, Love Me More by Sam Smith. Jupiter's Diary samples Paper Airplanes by Ruth B. And MJ Story samples Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus. And in MJ Story, he actually makes a reference to the song saying, I was such a teenage dirtbag, I'll break in your shit. So... Right there, you see the intentionality with everything that he does with just that one line on that song. Um, additionally, back to TNT XD, he produced one, two, three, four, five. He produced five tracks on this project. All five tracks are really, well, all the tracks are really good, but just to highlight the producer side of it um, as well. Additionally, Rod's voice control, again, is reaching another level. The way that he's able to mix the softer side with the passionate side is as far as I'm concerned, especially in hip hop, unmatched. If you want to go into other genres, sure, you could probably find, well, duh, you could find other artists who may be on the same level. But for Rod Wave to be considered a rapper and have that type of talent, that type of um, talent that doesn't put him in the box of just a rapper is amazing to me. But then also on the other side of that, you also have the rapping, which is a perfect complement to the singing, but the rapping within itself is still good enough to where if he didn't have the singing, he'd still be a really good artist. Um, MJ Story is probably my favorite track of November so far. I've been playing it ever since. Ever, every time I listen to this album, um, I get to MJ Story, which I believe is track six, and I have to replay it over again because it's literally my favorite song. I love the part when he's like, oh, there go the youngin, lights, camera, action, baby girl go home. I'm going to call you when I'm landing. You don't want to be here when the cameras get to flashing. 2022 Michael Jordan Jackson. Yeah, Rod, talk your shit. You're that guy. Talk your shit. And I think that 
there's so many levels to Rod Wave in terms of you have the Rod Wave who talks about love. You also have the Rod Wave who um, doesn't really show up as much talking his shit or just straight up rapping about stuff that goes on in the hood, stuff that he did when before he was um, a superstar in the first place. So to get all that together on this project is really just a victory lap um, for the amazing 2022 that he had. And I'm just excited to see what comes next from Rod Wave. Yeah, I think I have a lot of respect for what this project is, especially with, I love the album cover. I think the album art is really good. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, I couldn't decide if I was like, all right, is this like corny or is this good? And then like the more I sit with it and the like the more I play the album and like look at it and whatever, it, it's good. I really, really enjoy the album art. And I also like what I said about it sounding a lot like Beautiful Mind. That's what like a mixtape is sometimes. It follows up uh, an album is like the stuff that didn't necessarily make it. And I don't know if this is, these songs are that I don't know if these were intended for beautiful mind and then got cut or if they were part of a group of songs that he was selecting from and these got kind of pushed to this but for someone who always you know expresses nostalgia for the mixtape era obviously things are presented differently now but like this is that it's an offshoot it's not it's not the main it's not the main show so I have a lot of respect for it and that and I think part of it too is just like as I I definitely definitely have like a preference or a or a bias for like like West Coast rap and Northeast rap. And that's where a lot of my listening happens. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. from from Toronto to New York City, like there's that's that's like a pretty big chunk of what I end up listening to. And then like a lot a lot of California rap. So it's like Sometimes I feel like I get into these mixtapes and I'm just not in the right space to hear like a very like melodic singing project because I'm like, and especially with it getting colder in winter coming, I'm like strictly listening to like, like Benny, Conway, Drake, like old Jay-Z. So it's like, I'm in such a mode right now where it's like, I'm only playing one certain thing. And so like, I feel like this, this project will grow on me and it is like I said, it's it's really nice. And I think I think Rod Wave is uh one of the the better artists right now, out in my opinion, at making at making music, at like at, at making a product that like you can you can sing along to, you can it makes you feel something and it's not so much like, all right, like I need to lock in so I catch every single line. And that's not a that's not a knock or anything. Like I think it's a it's complimentary. I think that it's really important to have that because even though the conversation got away from lyrics for a long time, I think it's pushing back towards lyrics, but in not in the same way, like you and I were younger and it was like, no, I want bars. Now it's like, well, are the lyrics like messy or do they call like every song is a diss track and every song is, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think that as the focus gets on, as the focus shifts to music that can be, that can be captured by a single screenshot of a genius transcription of a song and posted on Twitter. And that's the whole song. Like people don't even listen to it. They only know it from that screenshot. I think there's something to be said for someone like Rod Wave who's making music 
and you yeah. can hear it like i said this when we talked about beautiful mind but you can hear it like he's really there for this like this is not there's no ulterior motives with this like he's making music because he he you can tell he loves making music he's extremely talented and music is what he should be doing so i can appreciate all that and i think sometimes it's okay to admit and okay to be like hey this one's not necessarily for me Mm-hmm. It's not like a knock. It's not a, I'm swearing this off. I'm never listening to this again. But like right now, it's just, especially with so much that's come out and like thinking about end of the year lists and stuff like that. It's just like this one, this one doesn't fit with what I'm listening to right now, but that doesn't make it any better or any worse. So I I think there's a lot to respect with Rod Wave. It's just. Mm-hmm. There, there's, yeah. there's such a power in being able to admit that something isn't for you versus just calling it trash or something like that. Like, I think um, there've been plenty of projects that I've listened to and I'm like, okay, like there's a difference between trash and not for you. And I don't think people really understand that. Like, I'm not gonna try to call it names, but like trash is like when it doesn't musically make sense. If something's not for you, it's like it makes sense musically, but it just doesn't appeal to you. And I think that people really just combine those two terms together and they're like, oh, you like this artist, this artist is trash. And it's like, well, if you actually take a step back out of your opinion and you just analyze what's going on in this music, you can see how this artist is able to gather a fan base and why his fan base appreciates, why his or her fan base appreciates that music. I think Rod Wave is one of those people where if you look at it traditionally from the standpoint of a rapper, traditionally, you're like, okay, he does half the time. He's not rapping. What the fuck is this? And it's like, right. Okay. Well, that's true. But at the same time, it's like, you have to take into account the totality of the artist in the same way. <laughs> when you look at baseball, you have to take into account the totality of Shohei Otani. You can't just say, Oh, he's a hitter. He's a batter. No, he's both. So you need to understand that you have to take all that into account. And I think that Rod Wave is one of those artists. Um, and it also just puts him in another category because I think that there are some artists that you can say for sure, this is a rapper. And there's a difference between a rapper and an artist from the standpoint of a rapper is someone where there really just could be in one genre, which is hip hop, obviously. But an artist is someone who sure they may primarily spend their time in hip-hop but they're not um chained down they're not bogged down by that title they can go other places and we can see that with young thug future rod wave young boy juice world lil uzi all these artists that we recognize as greats have that one thing in common which is the fact that yes they are primarily hip-hop artists but Thug makes a country album, Future can make an R&B album, Lil Uzi can make a rock album, et cetera, et cetera. Rod Wave is in that category. And because of that, I feel like I have a, because he's consistently shown his ability to keep doing that, I have to put him in that same category. And all the artists that I just named, we both hold them in high regard. So Rod Wave has to be there too. And I think it's just more so about contextualizing what we're really witnessing here because i think that it can get lost um from a standpoint of we are from the northeast it's cold people want bars right now i still want the sun out i still want to feel like it's warm and that's why i appreciate the rod wave music so much because i can feel like even though i don't really 
even though I don't really plan on going to Florida like that, I can still feel that Florida energy in there. And that's really all I like. And that's enough for me to um, go through my day when it's 20 degrees outside and still have a blast. And yeah. for that, Rod Wave is amazing. Um, but what are your favorite tracks? Uh, favorite tracks, I like number two, got it right a lot. I think MJ story is great. I agree with you there. And then Don't Need with the Popstar Benny production. I yeah. really love that. <laughs> I think that I th his sound is just so it's it's so it takes a lot of elements of like what's happening right now mm -hmm. but adds in a very much like a texture that's his own and I I like in like the tags in the beginning and everything he just he just creates a really nice product for a musician to get on and if you if you follow him on Twitter his like the saga with him and Rod Wave is hilarious. Oh, I got to like go. him <laughs> No, you Study have that. to Study him, that. him trying to get beats to Rod Wave. Like they're like friends. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they've been in contact for like four years or something like that. And on the he like tweeted out a screenshot of like Rod Wave, like finally sent a song back to him. That was like, hey, I actually chose this beat and it didn't just pop up on a tape or a project. And then like on top, it's like Rod Wave number four, because like the numbers change so many times and it's just it's hilarious. But yeah, so th those three got it right. MJ story don't need. Yeah, um, don't need the bass pattern on don't need is just so amazing. Like it just brings me back to, I think that I'm not really sure where we are in hip hop now, but I know that it's not as bass reliant as it was maybe two three years ago. And that bass pattern on don't need, and then you have Rod Wave coming in with the baby. What when you gonna see that I'm the one for you? I, I messed up. The, it's not the lyrics, but that's basically what you try to get across. And I love that part as well i got got it right love overdose um mj story don't need but really there's no skips here um just a perfect victory lap this is how you do a victory lap um so share your thoughts about jupiter's diary seven day story statement seven day theory i always mess it up i always mess up like at the end but anyway um jupiter's diary seven day theory in the comments below do us a favor, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. This has been episode 330 of the Cat Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. That is Taylor McLeod. I am Nate Sperlin. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will see you when hip hop tells us to. We're out. <laughs>